Low Elo is made possible by listeners just like you. And by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash lowelo for your free audiobook download. And that's when Mariska Haggerty shows up <laughs> and arrests wow. you. Mariska yeah. Haggerty, really? Yeah, I still, like, I still have a crush on her. I'm sorry. You're listening to the only new legend podcast that does tons of damage. You're listening to Low Elo. To Low Elo. <laughs> This is episode 112 of Low Elo. I'm your host, Jeff Wyckoff, a.k.a. Eat Gamer, and with me as always is Dave Quarles, a.k.a. Copy386. What's up? And uh, then I believe coming in last in our fantasy league is uh, Eric Belsas, a.k.a. Miley Cyrus. Hey, I might be last in the league, but I'm first in our listeners' hearts, so... I'm not actually sure if that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm Listeners, pretty sure everyone likes the hard dunk the most. No, no. Te- just, just team at lowelo.com. Tell, tell, you know, just send us the truth. It might hurt Jeff and Compy, but that's all right. We just need to know. Only, only one person on the show right now can send stickers out to the people who say <laughs> nice things about Jeff. I I I can send you science related stickers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cuz that's what I want. I want a <laughs> I want a sticker that lets me know the position of iron on the periodic table. I, hey, who doesn't? It's it's exciting. It's got like eight valence electrons. All right. This week on Low Elo esports that's literally all I have written right there in that section. Week two. <laughs> two. Happened. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. We get our mustache on with Braun. Uh, we talk a little Braun. bit about turret behavior. And then Dyrus gets a double kill. Yeah. But it's Braun with an M. <laughs> Although, yeah, I said. Yeah, you said Braun. Which no, makes sense. Braun. I mean, you, you said Braun. I, I, I promise Braun. you. I said Braum. Right in a team at line. <laughs> <laughs> no, comfy. Just edit in that clip like five times right now. Him yeah, saying Braun, 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 Braun. Braun. Yeah, Braun. Um, so the Cheddars, big winners this week, highest point total with 187, beat the Miley Pop, Miley's Pop Stars. If you, if you missed last week's episode, we're talking about our fantasy LCS teams, yeah, yeah and not yeah. not some crazy uh, like challenger series in Canada or something. Yeah, no, that the LCS has not gotten absolutely insane, uh, <laughs> although but, it it kind of has. But I, so, hey, Hardunka Cheddars is a great name. Now, I I won despite the fact that Glebe Glarbu got negative point two six points for me in the sports position, and Bjergsen after his week yes last week got 100 points this week got 13 yeah uh, so i'm pretty down on tsm right now you know uh, i'm i'm with you there because uh i i you know i don't know how anybody else's tsm lineup did but amazing picked up 4.5 points and wild turtle continued his streak and got 12 points yeah i mean 
So despite the fact that Dyrus got a double kill, he's sitting at 15 points for me. Against because Zion. that's like all he did is he got well, two yeah, kills. Yeah. <laughs> Zion Sparta's sitting over there with 33. So even though X-Special outscored Gleed Glarbu, uh, X-Special working for the pop stars, you know, outscored Gleed Glarbu by like 20 points, I still managed to lose it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so... I think Genkinstein, the story here. Oh, Genkinstein yeah. wanted me to make sure I pointed out that he beat you, Jeff. He did. At, which is kind of funny because it's like your teams are the LM, or for week two anyway, it was like the LMQ and Cloud9 versus each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so our, our teams, uh, really, it, it was coming down to the deciding factor was who was going to do better. Uh, was it going to be uh, Alliance who did better or TSM that did better? And you know what? Alliance did much better. Uh, he, he was able to post points where I couldn't, but I'm just, I'm really upset at, with the performance at this point. Uh, and maybe it's too early, you know, it's only week two. Maybe there's still, maybe I shouldn't be benching them quite yet, but, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to move amazing and wild turtle to the bench. I'm not going to let them go just yet to the bench and bring in some alternates. So yeah. that's what, that's what I was telling myself about fanatic. I was like, I can't let fanatic go quite yet. And they've still not put up amazing numbers. It's a struggle. It's a struggle to keep them. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm considering, because I have Cutie Pie on my bench. And mm-hmm. if you've paid attention to LCS this week, you know that it's all about Dignitas right now. Dignitas yeah. hype train. So I've got I'm a Cutie Pie on my bench. I've got Zion Spartan in top. So I'm thinking uh, I might take out Bjergsen, which is crazy because he was my first pick, right? And, and you know. Jeff, he was going to be your first pick. but And I honestly, got... if you dropped him, I would probably pick him up and just have three yeah. AP oh. carries. Yeah, so I'm not going to drop him. I'm keeping him. But I don't know if I want him to play because TSM's schedule looks a little bit harder uh, than Diggs next week. Um, so, anyway. And, and But if you look at next week also, Gankenstein, he's got, he's got Wicked, Froggen, and Tabs all from Alliance on his team. And I've got Shook, the jungler, and Alliance as my team. Mm-hmm. So we're only missing, in that game, we're only missing one member from Alliance. Yeah, and he's on my team. <laughs> yeah. I've taken, uh, I've, I've actually taken Nif, who I've been sitting on for uh, two weeks now, and moved him from my bench into the support position. Uh, I made that decision to uh, to move more out of the support position, not because more is underperforming. He he got 17 points as a support, which isn't terrible. Um, however, I decided that I was going to make another sub in, and that meant that I was going to have three people uh, from LMQ. Uh, I know they didn't win their games, but next week, LMQ, I think that they've got a chance. Um, their schedule has them going up against TSM, who's only three and three right now. So that's kind of a wild card, but they're going up against complexity and they know complexity. They've been beating complexity for like the last year. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much a given that, uh, that LMQ is going to wreck complexity. And so to maximize my points, I've decided to, uh, sub out their support just so that I'm not totally dependent. Sub in their jungler, keep the top. I'm going to keep Ackerman and give them a chance. See if they'll perform. Um, Nif, I'm pretty confident he's going to be just fine. Yeah, but I mean, week two was was pretty pretty exciting to watch. I think 
um, it was it was fun to watch Dignitas win because Dignitas has always been around, you know. They and, have, and you know what? I think the the thing that we that we kind of messed up on. No, not messed up on. It's a new team dynamic. They have new players. So sure, they've, they've gotten rid of, uh, some of what people might consider their problem areas. Like Scar has always been a good player, but just like Reggie, he was always like slightly behind the curve of all of the other best, uh, AP carries in the game. Yeah. And yeah. now, now he's gone. And you know what? Shifter is, is doing his thing. Um, their, their team just looks better. They picked up really good talent from Coast. Yeah, and uh, and one thing that uh, Scara was saying in the interview was that they worked on the most was warding. So it's like, okay, after three years of professional play, Team Dignitas has finally learned how to ward. But that's fair. I mean, it's fair because it is a new ward environment in season mm-hmm. four. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not new right now. They should have worked on it, you know, for the last like four months. But it it is new they you know you do play kind of with zones but you noticed it you notice it right now when you watch dignitas that they have a level of vision on their on the minimap that you really haven't seen since season three when wards lasted forever and you know the support was basically a ward mule mm-hmm. so, yeah no it's it's paying off dividends and i i wish they'd talk more about that because you know i don't feel i i still kind of am pissed and mad that uh, the, f- the fact that I can't carry the team's vision single-handedly anymore <laughs> as a support. So, you know, as, as, as much as Scara helped with that, I wish they'd push that message more that it's warding and vision that really dictate the game. Uh, especially at that pro level of play when most people are, unless you're on like EG or complexity or they're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, yeah, I I think that, uh, we've all, we've always said in the past, and that is that, uh, information wins games. And the, the information game has just been kind of weird recently. And I think the teams have been taking advantage of it on the pro level with these, you know, double jungle comps and stuff like that. And, uh, Dignitas, if they can build an advantage by gaining more information than their opponent, it's going to really help them because you look at the strategies being employed right now and by season three standards, they'd be considered reckless. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. We'll see. Um, so moving into season th- or, uh sorry, week three of our fantasy LCS, I believe that's going to be uh, me versus you, Eric. It's going to uh, be yes. uh, blue robot it's versus the pop stars. And uh, Hardunka Chudders versus Gankenstein's Gankers. Yeah, and like I said, I'm, it's weird because we all we have like most of Alliance in that game. <laughs> so I hope Wicked Frog and Tabs do really poorly, but I want <laughs> Shook to like steal all the kills. <laughs> and you and you want the team to do well as a yes, whole. Yes, <laughs> I want them to win, and I want Shook to carry hard. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I I I think it's actually going to be a really interesting matchup to see. What happens between myself and Eric here, though? Because barring any changes, we don't share anything. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So my last week wasn't great for me. I I did score more points than you, and I'll point that out. Yeah, Um, you did. You did. (laughs) Like two, I think. Well, Um, even if you look at the estimated, you're, you're tied. 
Which yeah, is, I know. Literally, that much, literally, so. <laughs> literally estimated at two twenty six a piece. I so there's one big debate going on in my head right now, and that is creatine, because creatine. I I totally rode the hype train after we recorded last week's episode. I was like, yeah, Millennium Cinderella story right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, next big thing. Pick and then he posted creatine. eighteen points. He posted eighteen <laughs> points. Yeah, he had a rough week, but. He was matched up against Fnatic and Alliance. He asked me how many uh, points my flex picked up uh, last week. <laughs> how many points did your flex pick up? 40. Yeah. <laughs> you know who my flex is this week? Because I I got rid of my flex. I my, my flex from last week, he wasn't doing good enough in his position. I changed him. I mean, I changed him yeah. into the AD carry role. But... <laughs> 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 so, like... I, I applaud you for, you know, that, uh, you know, looking at creatine there, but I have to say he's going up against SK gaming next week. So really with the way records yeah. are right now, the best that you can hope for from them is a one in one. Probably. I, I, I think they stand a good chance against the wolves, much as I hate to say that because yeah. I do love the wolves. Yeah. Um, but they're just not playing terribly well. Um, so I'm strongly considering looking at swapping out creatine uh, in my flex position for maybe balls um, or overpow. I'm hesitant about overpow because Roka hasn't been performing, but they have a pretty easy week next week. They're like one in five. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but at the same time, like slotting a jungler into your flex position just feels like a huge yeah. risk. And I was going to pose that question, like in oh, a flex, oh. like is it superior to like like you have creatine who's eighty carry? Is it better to have an eighty a weaker eighty carry than it is to have a like stronger jungler? Yeah, and I'm sorry, eighty I, carries I, are going to get uh, more points. I, I, and and I meant oh, a top, but top, right? Oh yeah. Um. So, if we look at last week. Balls scored more points than creatine. <laughs> okay. That's just the truth of the matter. Uh, so, but, but how many more? Like, what was his total? What was Ball's total? Ball scored 28 points. Creatine scored 18. Okay. So they're, yeah. they're, That's a 10-point swing. I it's mean, a 10-point swing. It maybe. wouldn't have it wouldn't have won me the week. Um, but I, I'm strongly considering it. Okay. The the reason that I pose that question is because it still seems like, you know, 28 points. Eh. I'm slotting in shifter. Well, I realize this, but I don't have shifter on my bench. <laughs> well, but, but it seems it, it just seems like you want uh, like most of the, the AP carries out there are a pretty reliable source of 20 plus points. And yeah. so I, I'm kind of with Compion on this one. Actually, I'm with Compion on two things. Uh, one being that, uh, I, I think that it's probably better to have a mediocre, uh, AP carry in, or in that position than a top or jungler in the flex mm-hmm. position. Um, but then the other thing that I agree with him on is, you know, like, dude, Dignitas hype train all the way. They're five and one. <laughs> they are five and one. And next week, I mean, th- dude. 
Well, I, I'm I'm excited because Dignitas, like I said, Dignitas has always been there, and they haven't had their time in the sun. No, you know, TSM's had several times in the sun. And One was you know, last split. And 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 the thing is, is that the fans freaking love TSM. We yeah. love TSM, and so they're just gonna get their but time even in the sun. Curse. Again. Curse the first split of last season. They had yeah. their time in the sun when well, they were yeah. number one, and they were the big deal. And but Dignitas, I, I feel like they've never ever had their time in the sun. So I'm glad that they're finally getting it. I'm just sad, you know, like like everyone that Scar is not a part of it. But man, Shifter's really good. Well, but he is. <laughs> you know, he's he's like doing the Reggie thing, right? He's coaching yep. and helping yeah, yeah. make decisions there. and all that. Yeah. So he's just he's just not playing. He still got the hoodie. You know. Yeah, it's still got the hoodie. Those Dignitas hoodies, the man. They're like, God. <laughs> yeah. Like a mainstay. It is. Uh, hey, you know, you see the, uh, what are the, those jackets they even call? They're like letter jackets or something that uh, TSM is wearing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. They like, look so cool. They, like, they look like a boy band, dude. Are they, are they selling them yet? I don't I know. want one. <laughs> But the, like they look <laughs> sharp. I mean, for a team that's known for wearing like whatever, whatever they want, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah and they've been better this whole season. Admittedly, yeah, they've yeah. almost had a uniform. But like they looked sharp last week. They they lost, but they they look good. They had the jackets. They all had matching pants and shirts. It, like they they were ready to you know sing and twirl chairs. Yeah. <laughs> And have all the ladies swoon and throw their bras on stage. That's, I mean, yep. I had my, I threw my bra at the computer and I was trying. So. <laughs> all right. Um, polite uh, predictions or any uh, any you know taunts you'd like to level at each other. I mean, it's not really fair for me to say anything. Well, since Gank not here, since Gankstein's not here, yeah, then I'm. Gangstein, he's going down. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Anyway, he's going down. Screw Gangstein. <laughs> Jeff, I'm going to, I'm going to offer you the the mutual respect we have as friends and say that I'm not feeling super confident. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll just be honest here. You know, I've 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 been going through the ad drop lists. I've been trying to to figure some stuff out, but. Uh, there's no well, really good left, though, you know? No, there, there's really not. They've been snatched up. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll I'm, see. I'm, I'm looking at the roster here. I, do, I will say this. Your team has experience over mine. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Certainly. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I continue to gamble on LMQ. It didn't pay off last week. It paid off big the first week, and, you know, I feel like it's going to do it again. Um that said, it's going to be really embarrassing when all these veterans on your team just get spanked by all my new blood. <laughs> <laughs> and every week I have been rated as the lowest mm-hmm. uh, going into the week. And, you know, like I didn't, I, I may have posted the lowest last week, but I fixed that problem. Amazing and Wild Turtle, they're behind me now. Or at least over on the bench. Yeah, and we were talking earlier. I was like, the best way, like, because Jeff and I both like dropped TSM off our teams, they're gonna like blow up and score a million points. And yeah, hey, and and I'm I'm keeping Dyrus in my top spot. Just, just, <laughs> he's my he's my he's my just in case guy. You know, it's like, well, so is Creatine. To be fair, 
Um, but, okay, but that said, Dyrus is such a safe top lane pick. Yeah, he, yes, because he's exactly. known for not giving up points. Like that, even if he doesn't score, you know he's not going to lose a whole bunch. That's why I'm keeping him up there. Yeah, like 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 I said, like cyanide. I, I love having Cyanide in the jungle. Reckless, I'm totally happy with. I think those are two best players on Fnatic. Um, and and Fnatic has a pretty good week coming up, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's it's that it's it's my flex position that I just can't figure out. Um, it was Creatine last week. He didn't put up a lot of points. Um, and I've just got to figure out what to do with it. Yeah. Want, want me to make a, a friendly suggestion? Sure. I would love that. Candy Panda is a free agent right now. Why are you not picking him up? I, I certainly have been examining Candy Panda. Jess is <laughs> uh, the mid, you know, I mean, these are both SK and arguably they've got a really strong week. I shouldn't be telling you this. Well, yeah, no, they've got I, a really strong week coming up because they're going up against Millennium, who hasn't really performed since, uh, you know, finishing three and one. Yeah. And they're going up against Gambit, who's, you know, two and four. So SK has a pretty decent matchup next week and their mid and their AD carry are currently free agents. And you're sitting on, uh, potentially running a jungler or a top laner in your flex position. All right. All right. Okay. I'm, pu- I'm pulling I'm just, candy. Okay. Pulling, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling in candy panda. But if this goes wrong, it's all on your head, Jeff. Okay. Yeah, you're going to listen to the guy you're going against? Come on. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. He's now my team manager. Come on. <laughs> uh, Man, I, if, if he posts the points that kill me, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah. <laughs> this can only end that poorly. Dang it. <laughs> you know what? This is really all just a ploy to try and get you to drop balls so that I could pick him up. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not ready to do that yet. <laughs> okay, well. let the balls drop. <laughs> uh, I'm really just working towards an all blue team. I'm gonna get there eventually. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, friendly matchups. Uh, if you're listening and you want to weigh in, uh, I'll post a screenshot or something of uh, our teams so that you can see them before the matches start to play or as the matches start to play out. It's going to be the Blue Robots versus Miley's Pop Stars and Compi's Hard Dunkachutters versus Gankenstein's Gankenstein's Gankers. <laughs> Just, you know, to be technical about the naming conventions, it's Gankenstein's Gankenstein's Gankers. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I tried copies, Hardunka Cheddars, but it wouldn't fit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hardunka Cheddars is a long word, so. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I feel like all this talk, uh, we completely neglected to talk about just a couple of highlights for what happened in uh, esports this week. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it was a little bit of a crazy week. Uh, LMQ lost out. Yeah. Uh, dumping all of their games. And so that was kind of, uh, although I, I would say it's a shock, but I think everyone was just hyped up from uh, them going 4-0, but they had an <laughs> admittedly really easy week the first week. Hey, uh, it's like something that happened in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Same> millennium. <laughs> Poor Millennium. They dropped their two games when they mm-hmm. had a more difficult set of matchups. Uh, TSM uh, failed to perform. They got beat by, actually, sorry, did they did they beat... 
CLG in their match? No, they lost to CLG they and lost. lost to Dignitas. Yeah, okay, yep. that's right. I'm, I was pretty sure that they dropped yep. both of their matches. That, they were a big disappointment. And in fact, did you see that the match with CLG and, uh, like, the CL, the CLG versus TSM match was, like, painful to watch. Now the, the, oh. the match with, uh, Dignitas, that was, that was like just a wrecking. But mm. this one, it's like everything was playing out in slow-mo and you could just kind of see them almost j- like just losing in very <laughs> slow motion, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was like unraveling slowly and kind of like, you know, I don't know if... I, I'm going to make an Austin Powers reference. Um, I don't know how many of our listeners will get that, but, you know, the guy standing in front of the... Uh, uh, bulldozer thing going no, yeah. and it's going like two miles an hour. That's, right, right. It's like a hundred yards away. Yeah. And and the messed up thing is that we're comparing this to the you know TSM Dignitas game, which like first blood happened like twenty seven minutes in. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, which in contrast, like first blood for the SK versus uh, TSM game was like crazy. I think it was, who was it? It was, uh, Dexter and, um, it was, uh, SK's top and jungler, uh, going after Dyrus. No, this was CLG. Or it sorry, was yeah, Serif, CLG. Why did it I say was Serif and, CLG. uh, Thank you. um, Serif and, yeah, Dexter. Yeah, Serif Dexter from CLG. I just got the names mixed up. They're both blue, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Serif and, Serif and Dexter. Uh, go up. They time things really well. They both hit six. Uh, Dyrus is admittedly level six, but he glitter lances, uh, uh, Renekton. And at that moment, as soon as he uses his glitter lance, they, you know, dash in, snares with a lease, do a whole bunch of damage, dive under the turret, juggle it around a whole bunch. And then Dyrus is able to, like, curve around his turret just enough get out of range of hits just enough and then he dies yeah and then, then dyrus <laughs> gets a double kill and dyrus gets a double kill and uh <laughs> and uh he actually tweeted a video about it if you if you don't follow him on twitter you can check it out it's it's pretty good uh <laughs> maybe we'll put a link in the description to it yeah we'll have to put a link in the description <laughs> or like tweet it out ourselves or something because it is funny um but yeah but that whole game like it was it was dyrus i mean like like we said before talking about fantasy dyrus is so solid top i mean he's not he's not really ever spectacular but he's just so consistent and so solid and he does stuff like that often um but the whole tsa the whole the team fighting is bad i did not agree with most of glebe's uh initiates on leona uh and not to mention the fact that Afromu, I've gained tons of respect for him, especially with Alistair. Yeah, like, he's which, playing. He's on his game recently. Afromu plays really well. Alistair, probably he's probably the best Alistair player in pro play by far. Yeah. So, like you know, and everyone talks about the ball delivery system, the link to Oriana <laughs> oh ball, to Alistair's head knock up and Oriana old. I mean, it was just they their team fighting was spectacular. Uh, and they really they earned that win, and uh, that's oh, yeah. why you know I think CLG is is my prediction for this for the split is that it'll be 
if Dignitas keeps going, Dignitas and CLG will be fighting for one and two. LMQ will probably be right behind. Really? Uh, or, so. I forgot about Cloud9. Oh, crap. No, I is think, it, I think is, Cloud9 will be right behind. Uh, that's and, true. And the weird thing to say is I think that it's going to be TSM and LMQ fighting for fourth position. Yeah. But I think it's exciting because it's still, we don't know what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Well, if if it's any if it's any uh, hint to everybody, uh, you know, we're you know that we're not normally an esports podcast, but we've just been <laughs> so psyched about competitive play lately. Yeah, it's that, it's <laughs> taken a life of its own for sure. Yeah, it it really has. It really has. So uh, I think now before we get to Brom, I do want to just throw this out here. Compy dropped it on me. I, I hadn't been paying attention. I didn't realize it. That you can download the entire Pentakill album right now for free. Yeah, and they sort of been have been quietly releasing tracks for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and where I noticed it was in the client, right in the little video section at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And you know they're pretty cool songs. I'm like listening. To them, I'm like, yeah, this is this is neat. And uh, but yeah. yeah, they just they just what I guess they very recently released the whole album that you can download on MP3 on like you know and and listen to anytime you want. Yeah, I've listened to a little bit of it. It's it's fun, it's metal, it's it's yeah. not quite as good as like other kind of uh what I would call like cute metal albums that have come out. Like it's not as good as like the Death Clock music. Right. <laughs> Which is well, just de- I mean awesome. Death Death Clock is written by like black metal performers. <laughs> yeah. It really, I, I'm not yeah. sure this is on the same level, but for a free album, yeah. If you if you enjoy some like speed metal or or epic metal, like it, it'll scratch the itch for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I get the sort of Jack Black feel for sure. It, sure. Yeah. It's it's probably like top three free metal albums of the year for me. <laughs> of 2014. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, running running year. Oh, okay. So 2014, <laughs> 2013. Um, which, which, if you maybe you don't realize, Combi knows how much like indie music I listen to. It, it, it's actually a nice feat to be up there. So, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, uh, enough with you know hair and metal and and sweat and chains and hellfire and um, and onto more, mustaches. Yeah, onto mustaches. Oh man, we should have. You know what? I wish we had coordinated our uh, sponsorship with Harry's. Ooh, yeah, that would have been appropriate. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Uh, anyway, so Brom has been out for several weeks now. Uh, big burly guy with tiny chicken legs and a gigantic shield. And really all I know him for at this point is for getting in the way, which is really <laughs> annoying. So it's I've really gotta, what he does. I've got to turn the conversation over to you guys, though, because I don't really have anything to add except that, God, he gets in the way. Yeah. Um, Brom is really, really good. And the reason I <laughs> like him so much is because not only is he really good, he's like an old school style support. And uh, I, I may have mentioned this on the show previously. Maybe I was just talking to you guys or something, but... Uh, there are precious few supports who can build in the old way. And that's Thresh is one of them. And Leona is the other one. I, I feel I like guess. you're talking about crafting chairs or something like that, you know. Yes, in the old way. <laughs> you know, without machines and fancy electricity. Yes, I'm an Amish support player. So, uh, 
<laughs> Boy, that's a that's an archetype that hasn't been explored just yet. Hey, right. Oh my god, yeah. Could, like, be really slow on a on a horse drawn carriage and have a orange triangle on the back. Anyway, uh, send your ideas for Amish champions to the team at lowelo.com. But but Brom, I mean, all you need with Brom is health. Basically, <laughs> I mean, you can throw in some armor and magic resist for lulls, but really, I mean, health is all you need, which is great because the sight stone, that's all it has is health. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he, he's got one, not counting his ultimate, he's got one offensive ability. One, that's it. I mean, uh, he can walk up to you and hit you and, and well, proc passes. He has two. Oh, other than his alt. Okay. Never yeah, mind. other than his alt. He's got one. I was thinking, he's got two, but yeah. So okay. you spend a lot of time on Brom, like Jeff said, getting in the way. And there's nothing more satisfying than frustrating opponents. I mean, that's that's why we play <laughs> online games, you know. Like, even going back to, like, WoW PvP, haha, I killed you, I inconvenienced you by making you run back from the graveyard. Now it's, you know, League of Legends, haha, I killed you, you know, you, you have to be dead for 15 seconds. So, you know, See, mine, was, mine was always, haha, I made you fight me for five minutes before I teleported back to town. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, heart, oh, God, Paladin, <laughs> ah, jerk. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so inconveniencing, infuriating enemies, you know, not with like chatting and being unclassy, but with play. Brahm's yeah. excellent at that. Uh, he's, he, like I said, all he needs is health. He's stupidly mobile for how much health he has. Uh, because he can dash to friendly minions. He's, he's Lee Sin-esque in that way. Um, and then his shield blocking a projectile is just so satisfying when you do it correctly. Now, and the reason I say, and I'll let you chime in, Eric, but <laughs> I got one more thing. The reason <laughs> okay. I say he's an old school support is because of the ancient, and we haven't heard from Borello on a, champion you know spotlight video in time i think he's you know graduated to i don't know drinking wine out of a skull of his enemies or something but <laughs> morello used to say something that <laughs> we always brought up uh to separate the good insert champion oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the great insert champion players so what i think will separate the good brahms from the great brahms is timing that shield in both lanes and team fights to be the best possible thing for the team because the temptation is there to just block anything that happens. Just to be like, haha, I blocked it. I inconvenience you. I'm so much better than you. You yeah, know? Yeah. But you might need that later. And the cooldown is long, which it should be, because that's a really infuriating spell. <laughs> but it's like 20 seconds or something ridiculous. And uh, so if you use that at the wrong time, you might be a good Brom. But if you reuse it at the right time to block like an Ezreal ult that's going to hit your entire team, or a Caitlyn Q that's going to do a lot of damage, uh, or a Nidalee Spear that will kill someone, you know, those are the, that's when the great Brahms... Uh, will shine and why I think he's an old school support and it takes penultimate or ultimate understanding of the entire game uh, to play him well. Yeah. He's, he's got to know what to, what to block and what not to block. Yeah, and, he's an advanced summoner champion 
hands down. He's the most advanced support. I, I Thresh was pretty advanced, but you know, people have figured him out. So it, it not only do you have to learn how to play Braum, you have to learn what everyone else does. So he's probably the most difficult support play, support champion to play well. Which for us guys who've been playing the game for three years, that's really <laughs> cool. You know? But anyway, so I've talked enough. Eric, what do you think? Am I okay. right? Well Am I wrong? So I, I so I'm gonna start out by saying Riot agrees with you, Compi. Braum is is very, very, very good. In fact, he's so good they've nerfed him in today's patch. <laughs> <laughs> um that being said, yeah, they you know, they took down some of his numbers a little bit. It's it's nothing worth talking about in, in detail. Um you are absolutely correct. I think Braum is super technical. Um, I, I, I think Brom, I think, so I think Brom can be amazing in great hands, yeah. but I, I don't think you need to be super skilled to play Brom effectively because Brom can be fairly spammy. He can shoot his little ice beam out of his shield often enough, um, even if you're not great with blocking, even if you don't use uh, your your W, your defensive buff, um, as often as you should, you'll still be an all right support. You won't be a fantastic support. Yeah, you'll uh, be a good Brom. You'll be yeah, a good yeah. Brom. <laughs> um, but it's knowing all of the other stuff that makes you yeah. a great Brom. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, I you know, I, I'm far be it for me to ever claim that I'm great at this game. Um, but but I, I I know it pretty well, and I feel like when I'm playing Brom, that knowledge is applied really well, um, which is very satisfying. So so I do I I really really do enjoy playing Brom. That's um, interesting. Even, so he's a he's a rewarding support to play. He is when. Uh, so if I am tired and and I I've gotten I don't know a, a dozen maybe fifteen games in with Brom so so I've I've had some time in in Summoner's Rift with him and I find that like if I'm really engaged you know if 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 I if I've had a Red Bull I can play Brom crazy well because I see I see tells I activate. <laughs> my shield and then i use w to hop to my friend to block with my shield that's already up because you point it in a direction and then it blocks and and like if i am on my game brahm is is my best friend but if i am tired and i'm not able to do <laughs> coordination and i w without remembering to e and my r goes flying in the wrong direction like All you do is stand there and do his really annoying taunt <laughs> or yeah. he's laughing and oh god I, I don't really like his character but anyway go ahead <laughs> um yeah he's a little more pompous than i thought he was gonna yeah be. yeah i, I wish mean, he I, was a little more humble like he seems so friendly but then he's very pompous you yeah. heard it here um, first that you know brahm one of the downsides he's not very friendly yeah yeah <laughs> I, I like a good you know friendly champion can, i can feel I like admit one of the one of the things that uh excites me about brahm is the uh, potential that he has as a character uh, because until now I haven't really seen a champion where I could imagine seeing a second bro skin. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. That would be very appropriate. Yeah. I, I, I too am very excited for Brom's and, skin potentials. And, and it, you know, so like now we could have Broloth and 
Bruh. Um, yeah. Eventually, we'll have like a whole pentakill, but it'll just be the frater- <laughs> it'll just be a fraternity. The, a fraternity. Yeah. <laughs> um, or Alpha Chi Bromega. Yeah. So, so I guess like my my final thoughts on Brom is Brom is really good. Like, well, like I say, Riot is is in fact taking him down a little. He's 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 very good. Um. But Brom can be very frustrating to play. So, so before you're before you're going to hop out there and spend sixty three hundred RP or something, um, think about how coordinated and syncopated and and how much you really want to bear down on this game, or do you you know want to support playing Sona where you just mash your face yeah, against? No, the I feel like I feel like people. I, I I'm agreeing here because I feel like. People who haven't played that paid their dues, like Aaron, Eric, and I have playing support Sona and Soraka and Tarek, you know, for hundreds of games, you know, if if like if like Brock they won't advanced, they won't really appreciate yeah, you won't appreciate what Brock brings to the table, uh, you know, after those experiences, but <laughs> um, but but I am. Uh, so the final final thought because I already said final thought um i i after like Velkaz and Yasuo and I am so glad to have a champion that's just sort of fun like like in terms of lore in terms of he's cartoony he's he's yeah. big he's got a giant mustache like he's ridiculous he's he's, he's ridiculous ridiculous <laughs> and the last the last like ridiculous champion we had was like Zach Zach. Yeah. yeah, I would say Zach. And 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 I I like I like the silly champions. I like the Kogmas and the and the But if if you're if you're one of the like Challenger League pros who listen, and I know we have at least one. Really? Uh, wow, okay. <laughs> you know, the big thing in, in ranked is try to get the Brom Lucian lane. That's the most OP mm. in the world. And here's why. Because Lucian's double shot will apply two stacks to the passive and get that stun. Yeah. Almost. That's brilliant. Mm -hmm. So, so, uh, one thing me and my, my friend tried was, um, Jace Brom. Cause Jace can do the triple thing, you know? Oh yeah. With his, yeah. The triple shot, triple shot. Um, which totally applies stacks. That being said, (laughs) Jace is not a very good AD carry, but you get a lot (laughs) of stuns off. (laughs) Yeah. So Brom, excellent, you know, that, and like I said, my only beef with Brom is, yeah, he's a little too pompous. Yeah. But and, after and, the it, video of him, like, saving the Poro and being nice, and when mm-hmm. you pick him, or when you, like, when he loads the game, it's like, maybe Icy Heart needs warm smile, you know? It, it, it's like, he's so close to being a really cool guy, and then he's like, it is easy, see? And, like, does the stupid laughing thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, okay, last beat. <laughs> Last beef with Brom. I his Dragon Slayer. So I totally bought the bundle because, you know, I'm I'm a sucker and <laughs> I I have total disregard for my money. Well, you get it was, more stuff it was the mustache, the bundle, wasn't it? You get more stuff, you know. Yeah, you get more you, stuff. Get, it makes sense. You get double the mustache. I I would have lost money not buying the bundle, you know. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's you've got to you have to spend more money to save more money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I'm glad you guys are with me. The Dragon Slayer skin is so dumb. I don't know. I don't. I don't care for it at all. Oh. That but that's Slayer Pantheon skin, though. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he gets fiery wings when he ults. Oh man, that flies so up cool. in the air. The new the new Nami skin just just released and it's so good. So yeah. so if we're talking skins since since we've last talked about skins, <laughs> Nami wins because because River Spirit Nami is amazing. <laughs> all right, all right. There you have it. Brom. And that's Brom. how that's how Dyrus gets a double kill. Yeah. <laughs> with the Dragon Slayer Brom skin. And buying the bundle. Yeah. <laughs> you you buy the bundle, Dyrus gets a double kill. All right. And so um, you know, let's I'm I've been thinking about it a little bit, and I think Dyrus getting the double kill might actually be a good theme here for uh a playbook. <laughs> uh and not not how to get a double kill, but actually turret behavior. <laughs> Which, you know, we, I think we may kind of gloss over that. We don't really let people know how turrets behave and how to manipulate them. Maybe even throw them some ideas on how to uh, manage turret aggro both offensively and defensively. So let's make that the topic for today's playbook. Um, and let's start off with targeting priority. Yeah, sure. So uh, how turrets work and... Uh Riot's done a lot of design stuff to help people learn this more quickly, is that uh, turrets will target minions. That's what they want to kill more than anything in the world. Turrets love minions. Mm -hmm. And part of the problem of having your lane pushed up on you is the turret hogs all the minion kills. But that aside, so it will target minions unless you do any damage to an enemy champion in that radius. So uh, something that catches a lot of people by surprise is, for example, if you're wearing a sunfire cape. Yep. You know, just standing there, that does it. So that can get Turo aggro on you. Yeah, you don't have uh, to actively be targeting them. They might run through your singed poison or something like that. Yeah, and that's, that's another one, like, like Teemo poison. If your poison's still on them, even if they're, like, way out of range, yeah. they're still taking damage, the tur- turret will target you. Yep, yep. So you gotta, you gotta manage that. Um, but now, as far as minions go, one of the, another important thing to know is that they actually target minions in a very specific order, too. Uh, so one, they will always, if they're, if they're targeted a minion, um, and you don't aggro them by attacking another champion, they will always finish the current minion before moving to another. They will never like, you know, get halfway with one minion and then suddenly target another minion because that's the priority. It's just not the way they work. Uh, but that said, they always target siege minions first. Mm -hmm. Then after siege minions, they target melee minions. And then after melee minions, they target the caster minions. Yeah, and I th- I can't remember, but doesn't it always like go in a specific arc? I can't remember if it goes right to left or left to right. But if you if, next time you're in a game, watch. You know, it'll yeah. always go in a, in a specific way, depending on what lane you're in and what side you're on. Yeah, it, uh, it has like a. <laughs> it, it, you're right. It has kind of like a proximity. Uh, it has like a proximity, you know, closest first kind of thing, and then it goes in like an order. In yes, yeah. So um, uh, all like of I, which I actually don't know off the top of my head. That's that kind of falls into the knowledge of I know it, but I don't know how yeah. to articulate. Like if I was laning, if I was laning, I would know. Like okay, I'm in bot lane on blue side, so it's that one. But I can't. Yeah. Yeah, but now so, that I'm trying to think, I don't <laughs> actually know if it's like from left to right or what. But it's it's easy to pick up if you just pay attention to it. So yes, it does that, and knowing that will help you. Um, another thing is, you know, 
like I was talking about the design things, the design choices Riot has done, the turret outplays a sound if it's going to target you, which is very helpful and has not always existed. Uh, it's it plays the sound and it and they Shoots also draw that. Yeah, it shoot. It has the the targeting laser that uh, that tells you what it's going to kill. Yeah, uh, how you know that a sniper is about to kill you and, in real life. And to uh, you know talk about all our groovy friends in co-op versus AI, what they've added in bot games, which I've been playing a lot this week for some reason, <laughs> is the the radius. They have like a big circle around each turret uh, that will change colors based on whether it's going to target you. So if you want to really train uh, like how to to manage that turret aggro, try it in a co-op versus AI game or a bot game where you and a buddy try to dive or something like that. So, And, and, and that's, that's the reason we're talking about this because... Um, a lot of times, in order to get a kill, in order to make a play, you're going to have to be able to manage that turret aggro by doing something we call diving. <laughs> oh, yes. So diving, if if you don't already know, if you're really new to the game and you haven't experienced it or you haven't seen the LCS, diving is the uh, is going underneath an active tower to try and kill an enemy or to pursue an enemy. You are essentially diving into their turret or into their realm of control, their sphere of influence on the map, uh, in a in a power play to kill them. Yeah, and traditionally, uh, a team to watch if you want to watch examples of this uh, is Cloud Nine. I mean, Cloud Nine Medios especially is a great uh, aggro jungle uh, juggler. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, you could, if you want a recent one, just go watch the game of, uh, you know, CLG versus TSM. TSM, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, like, all, all things said, it was, at first, a very competent, ju- uh, you know, dive. So, you know, yeah. you can watch that and maybe, like, the first half of their dive, all everything's being done well, and then they get a little greedy. And it's kind of a textbook example of, you know, how a how a dive can go wrong because everything looks fine. You get greedy. You go back in when you shouldn't. And then Dyrus gets a double kill. Yeah. <laughs> but the, and I'm going to give you some rules. The number copies. Number one rule of diving is first make it planned. Right. Especially if you're in like solo queue or something, <laughs> you yeah. want to plan that dive ahead of time. If you, if you're with friends, you can be like, Hey, let's dive. I'm coming top. Let's dive. Okay. You know, I, I don't care if I die, whatever, it's not ranked, let's dive. So, you know, planning it ahead of time, what that means is that when you, you're, you first, you're not afraid to go all in. You're not afraid to use every, every single ability you've got to kill. Results in more kills. Um, and it's just, and it also guarantees that the person you're laning with or diving with is going to dive too. <laughs> Where yeah, most guys go wrong... Them. Yeah, where most dives go wrong is that one person decides to dive and the other one runs away like yeah. a wuss. Remember that the the instinct that most players have, especially if they're, you know, playing with strangers in solo queue or something like that, is to preserve themselves. Yeah. And, you know, diving is risky business. You know, you're consciously going under tower, which at certain points in the game can be really really dangerous. Um, but I think that that kind of brings, and I know that you were going to go through a list, but I'm going to, I'm going to just jump in here and boom, number two, (laughs) that is, uh, plan for victory. Because if you don't think that you can, you know, get them and get out alive, then the dive isn't worth it because going one for one on a dive 
unless you're going to pick up an objective or something like that, is almost never worth it. Yeah, yeah, you need to, yeah, you need to be able to uh, get the kill and get out with everyone alive, which uh, a, a lot of champions, though, and I'll talk about rule number three, a lot of champions have built-in things that help them dive. And if you want to make diving a part of your strategy, if you don't like the whole solo queue, oh, I just lane for 30 minutes and don't do anything, diving is cool, diving is fun, the pros do it, that's what's exciting, you know, that's how Dyrus gets a double kill, diving is cool. So if you want to make that your play style, you know, Use that in champion select. There are a lot of champions. Like Elise is probably the best tower diving jungler in the game right now, oh, because gosh, of amazing. because of her repel. You know she can drop turret aggro and just you know be fine and like walk away smiling. <laughs> yeah, um, which means you know, not only can she get away from a turret, uh, you know, at the end of a gang, but it also means that if she's you know in there with another teammate, she can go in first, take aggro. And then disappear to dump the aggro when it gets to be too much, dump the uh, turret onto their teammate, come mm-hmm. back into the fight, and continue to do damage. Mm-hmm. And then walk away smiling. Yeah, and walk away smiling. <laughs> uh, Fizz, you know, his troll pole yep. can drop turret aggro and plus just get him out of range of it, too. It's technically called playful <laughs> trickster, but I, I see what you did there. Yeah, well, troll pole. Um, Vladimir's... Old- Troll pool. Yes, troll pool. <laughs> Vladimir was the other one. Um, Master Yi, Alpha Strike. Yeah, that's no, he's uh, untargetable that a lot during of, Alpha Strike. That's something that a lot of people don't realize is that if you, he's one of the few champions here where you can go kill somebody under tower, and then Alpha Strike their minions and just keep attacking the tower. <laughs> <laughs> because towers killed my family. Yeah, because. Oh! <laughs> Uh, and then, I mean, those are so those are people that can drop aggro. Yeah. Uh, there are also people that have things that can help them in a dive. Pantheon, you know, we saw the explosion of Pantheon jungle uh, in the last split, and uh, his passive, you know, he can block a turret shot, which, you know, yeah, a lot of times awesome. that one turret shot will be the difference between a successful dive and an unsuccessful one. Um, a Kale ultimate, of course, Kale's getting nerfed apparently, uh, but her ult is still can help you with a tower Which, dive. And in, in, in the same vein as Zillion. Ultimate. Oh yeah, Zillion. <laughs> who plays Zillion? Alistair ultimate is perfect for diving towers because it mitigates so much damage. You can just mm-hmm. charge in and just be like, I don't care about towers. What is towers? Uh, Renekton and Nasus are also really good with their ultimates because they get that surprise jump in health uh, and plus the healing and all that. Yeah. So. I mean, all in all, understanding uh, how to manipulate somebody's turret on on offense is really key because you can uh, get it at somebody when they think that they're safe. And, the, you know, if you're looking for a way to shake the confidence of your opponent, a well-orchestrated tower dive is, you know, right up there uh, for the best ways to shake their, their confidence. Because if they're not safe under tower, where are they safe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, with so- all that said, I think we should probably touch on what to do, how you can manipulate your tower defensively. Yeah, and, and if, if you watch, you know, Dyrus on Lulu, first of all, Lulu's a great baiting champion because of her ultimate and her shield on, what, like a four-second cooldown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Lulu, a lot of people die trying to kill Lulu, <laughs> yeah. and then they don't. Because they suddenly I... find themselves turned into a cat, 
and then they're really slow and lulu's really fast and hiding behind the turret and it's it yeah. does doesn't but work out. a lot of new players i know get really frustrated if they get camped by the enemy jungler especially if they're top lane or or even mid that you know oh they're diving me what can i do well there's surprisingly a lot you can do um as a support, you know, I take exhaust a lot, and I've been playing Alistair lately. Uh, and, and one thing you can do as Alistair or even Tarek, if you're bottom lane, if they dive, you can knock them up, knock them back as Alistair, and then exhaust them to make sure they take like three, maybe four tower shots before they get out of range. If uh, they get out of range. If they get I, out of range. I've been pretty quiet here, but but there is something <laughs> I want to mention here. Well, you guys have been covering it so well, but but you're talking. This is something I actually learned fairly recently, kind of embarrassingly. And you're talking about slowing him down, getting as many shots as possible on him. Um, I I only learned recently that that the more shots you take consecutively from a tower, oh yeah, you're going to be taking more damage. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I will totally admit to not knowing that, but, <laughs> but it, it is very significant. Yeah, it's like 25, it. <laughs> it's like a 25% increase in damage up to like, I think it's 250% damage. So the longer you can keep them consecutively taking shots without dropping that turret aggro, they're going to start taking more and more and more and more damage. Um, yeah. So you can kite, which means run around and trying not to get hit, and use the turret as a sort of shield, which is what you can see Dyer is doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he's running around, make trying to keep the turret between him and out of auto attack range, and he m- gets a lot of attacks missed on him, and uses his slow to make sure they take that increasing damage per hit, and he ends up with a double kill. Yep. Yep. And you can do that too. So uh, like what I was saying is a lot of new players, they might feel really frustrated. They feel like if they get dove, uh, then there's like, what can I do is 2v1. Well, there's you can use the tower. Think of your tower, especially early in the game, as another teammate. Yeah. Yeah. And just understand its behavior offensively, defensively, and... Uh... You'll you'll be surprised how what you could pull out just by messing with the enemy position, or by you know abusing the behavior of their tower. But now, I, I I feel like we need to form like a I don't know a coalition or a, I don't know an, some kind of charity or something that promotes the idea of more tower dives because tower <laughs> dives are they're fun like t- tower dives for humanity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice, like, nice. Dive the tower and just get in a group with your friends and just the dive try. the tower foundation. Hey, you only get better at something if you practice. Practice tower diving. Be like, hey, we're level three. I'm going to come bottom. Let's tower dive. Let's do it. You know, yep. it might, you might fail miserably, but you're going to get better at it every time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually really important to practice. If, uh, especially if you plan to play competitively, then, uh, you, you know, this is like tower dives are oftentimes where the clutch first bloods come from. So yeah, man. All right. Important. Oh god, I love tower dives. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there was one little piece of like clutch information that I wanted to impart, and I can't remember what it is. So I mean, it must not have been that good, right? Uh, towers give vision of stealth units, so Evelyn, oh yeah, yeah, they can we, see you. <laughs> there we go. That's that's actually really important. <laughs> uh, towers gain bonus armor if there's no minions around. 
Yep. There, okay. There's a little yep. tidbit. There you go. Uh, there you the go. Nexus Towers heal themselves. Yeah, that's an <laughs> one. Like they won't ever come back, but if you deal damage to them, they will heal. If they're not. Yeah, if they're not dead, they'll they'll heal. Yep. Only towers that do that. Yep. Okay. Well, if we're forgetting something, I'm sure someone. Well, I mean, they gave towers the little. They towers now have an inventory where you oh, can mouse mouse over and see right. the effects. Yeah. So, Actually, like the all the thing stuff I was going to say, about, you know. the thing I was going to say is, uh, and no matter what anyone tells you, a flash will not save you from a tower. <laughs> um and, and actually I'm not talking about just flashing out of range. Uh because you know if it's if it shoots and then you flash it, the tower even if you're out of range it's going to hit you. It won't shoot you again, but that hit, that shot is going to hit you. Yeah. But really what it is is there was a bug for quite some time where uh, I mean the, I think it wasn't even fixed until recently, very recently, where you could flash when underneath a tower and it would dump your aggro. No, 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 no. You, no, what you're talking about is the old Flash before they fixed it. It wasn't a bug. This was a feature. Fat Flash used to break projectiles. Yeah, Any projectile. No, yeah, yeah, no, but but it was reintroduced recently. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And so I think it was addressed in like 4.9 or something like that. Yeah, for all you new kids, Flash used to break projectiles. You can't imagine how more infuriating this game was back then. <laughs> oh my god! Well, it also used <laughs> to have a longer range and you know less yeah. cooldown. And yeah. Oh my god! Flash is a problem. We could do a whole show on Flash. <laughs> <laughs> we've done it's several. Yeah, we've yeah. done a whole segment. <laughs> I feel like yeah. All right, all right. Uh, well, let's let's move on from uh, from towers. Um, and if we missed anything, feel free to add because like it's such a big topic that uh, I mean, in fact, I can already think of stuff that we didn't miss. You know, how much money are they worth? How does how do they affect pushing lanes? But we're, we were just talking about behavior, right? Yeah. So uh, you you can feel free to contribute more to the topic at team at lowelo.com and maybe we'll pick it up in the future as another uh, extension. Um, now, I do want to get in the game in just a moment here. Uh, cause I know that we must have some awesome responses. But, uh, before that, I do want to also give a shout out to our sponsor. Uh, Audible is, uh, has sponsored our show for quite some time now. They've been a fantastic partner. Uh, and not only that, they have a fantastic service, which uh, I think all three of us continue to use pretty regularly at this point. Um, and if it's something that you wanted to check out for yourself, I mean, they're the biggest repository of online audiobooks uh, on the internet. Uh, you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash lowelo. It'll give you your first audiobook for free. Um, and it's, it's such an awesome service. I can't stress that enough. Uh, what have you guys been listening to? Okay. Okay. I want to go first because I can't remember the author's name, but it's a book called Write Down Your Soul, which I thought was like a writing book because I dabble in creative writing. So mm-hmm. I, I, re- I like reading. Cre- no, it's like one of these new age self-help things where if you write down, uh, you know, dear universe and write a letter to the universe every day that it will, uh, your life will turn out great. And uh, at first I was like, this is a bunch of crap. Then I started doing it, and it totally worked. So, <laughs> uh, so you That's know, write down your soul. Well, yeah, it's it's about journaling and like oh, okay. keeping a journal, like just for yourself, like never to share with anyone. And it's something I've never really done, and it's it's 
it's pretty pretty neat. It's a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be, honestly. Yeah. Now so. I believe you were you were also <laughs> recommending an author to us because uh, over here, you know, Eric and I were talking about uh, Patrick Rothfusson and you know he's got another book coming out in October, and we were super excited. And I know all of us, despite what you say, Compy, love the uh, King Killer Chronicle, and yes. it's, it makes for a great audio book as well. Uh, but I think you had you had words <laughs> the, uh, about our preference for okay. Uh, Mr. Rothfuss. Okay. Oh, case in point, you know they they're you know they're making the new American version of Top Gear. Yeah. Yeah, which is lame, right? It, like it can't. It, there's no way it can compare. I'm, I'm struggling to see how this has anything it, to it's do. It's coming. With... It's coming. <laughs> Patrick right. Rothfuss is American. He writes American <laughs> stuff. Where if you're if you're educated and you're and you're hoity-toity, you prefer British things <laughs> because yeah. they're more intellectual. And uh, so and they put and they put beans on their breakfast. I mean, of course, and they drink. They prefer a spot of tea. Anyway, I'm an Anglophile. Look that up in your dictionaries. So I like Joe Abercrombie because, one, he's British. Two, I love his prose. And three, he's got a new book coming out uh, next month called Half a King, which is going to be a new trilogy uh, set in Ooh, his... new trilogy. Okay, yeah. now I'm interested. You yeah, didn't no, say that. Set, set in his amazing universe that he's created with the Blade itself, and that the first Law trilogy, the heroes... Uh, Red Country and the other book, I can't remember, Best Served Cold, that you guys haven't read yet. And you're like putting it off. And I got an email from a dude asking me, hey, what should I read? I told him Joe Abercrombie and he emailed me back. He's like, thanks. That was the best thing ever. Props to you. Way to Patrick <laughs> Rothfuss. He didn't say that, but I added that at the end. Not, not to say that Rothfuss is bad. Like I enjoy his stuff, but Joe Abercrombie is, is I think, has the higher elo. All as right. far as the writing goes. <laughs> okay, well then, then you you heard it here. Go check out some uh, some Joe Abercrombie because he's got higher elo than Patrick Rothfuss. Uh, and and like I said, it's uh, audiblepodcast.com slash low elo. You can get your first book free there. So uh, what was what did our uh, what did our game look like this week? Okay, well our game was to come up with a champion that would be a good drill sergeant yep. for Memorial Day. Or is so, it drill sergeant or is it drill sergeant? Drill sergeant? Yeah, no, it's yeah. Nexian says, <clears throat> Poppy will command people with a sensible and level tone. She can also make armor for her soldiers. She will keep people in line through punishments that fit the insubordination. This is a Poppy-related email. By definition, it can't have a joke in it. Sad face. Oh. You know, because Poppy's joke is yeah, yeah. that she doesn't know any jokes. Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> snazzy mocha daddy who wow yeah wow. he's written he's written in before my yeah. mind has been his, blown really? his girlfriend is yeah his girlfriend is oh she's got like a matching name i can't remember oh it's, that's right that's right yeah, yeah we, snazzy mocha daddy and lady i don't know it's some kind of matching name but uh he says drill sergeant nunu bot can just spam his laugh and it will crack them instantly <laughs> which i'm not sure how effective <laughs> that would be <laughs> But I think this week's winner comes from Max. He says, I got to say, the best drill sergeant would be Karthus. He would throw out the red time bombs when the recruits start slowing down too much on the jogs, army crawls, or obstacle courses. Wall of Pain just sounds like it should be part of every boot camp. And <laughs> best of all, 
Whenever the recruits would sneak out for a night on the town, he would just mash the alt button every 2.5 minutes until everyone returns to base. <laughs> so. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> you heard drill okay. Sergeant Karthus. Riot, we need a uh, we need a drill sergeant Karthus skin right now. <laughs> that would still not work as a skin. I don't know. No, I could I could see that dude. Like he would have like a like a riding crop in yeah. uh, you know as like his wand, and he'd be like wearing like high know, boots with his pantaloons tucked into him. Yeah, yeah, and, and a mustache. Exactly, and and he would be. Uh, he wouldn't walk around, you know, because Karthus floats. He would be like in the back of a Humvee or something like that, or, a, or an old school Jeep. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. There might be some sizing issues with the skin. All right. Well, uh, good answers. <laughs> we didn't think of a game for next week, did we? What's that? Oh, we didn't um, think of a game for next week. Well, did actually, we? I was thinking that you know you've you've been playing a lot of uh, PC or. Sorry, uh, computer games. Lately. Bot games. Yeah, bot yes. games. Thank you. Um, and you've you've managed to trick me into a few <laughs> lately too. Hey, you <laughs> had, hey, you had fun. Admit it. Yes, yes. It's like riding a moped. You know, you had fun, but you don't want to admit it. Yeah. So uh, I actually I I think we had a lot of fun with uh, you know different like bot challenges and stuff like that in the past. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I want to issue another one. Now in the past we've done you know how fast can you beat uh beat you know a set of like easy bots and you know how long will it take you to take down the first tower thing and how many like kills can you get in 10 minutes yeah, yeah yeah and so uh i actually i want to uh i want to kind of continue that tradition of issuing these challenges and i'm trying to i'm trying to think of the exact team because at one point you wrote me into a game and like the, the lane was just infuriating. Um, oh dude, intermediate bots don't play around, man. <laughs> Especially they, when it's two the reflexes of cats. Well, it's when it's two V five late game. I mean, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard when it's two V five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here, here we go. Here we go. This is the challenge. You need a friend for this one. Um, and, and that is, it's, it's 2v5 intermediate bots. You get to pick the bots. All right. They can be any bots, but they have to be intermediate. And your challenge is to, is to get the fastest win you can possibly get versus these bots without giving them a kill. Oh, wow. That's good. I'd be and, really bad at this game. <laughs> and in the event, in the event that you cannot, uh, or that you cannot post it, send us how long you can go without, uh, without dying. Okay. I mean, you know, just out of kind of an interest, because I'm positive that there's going to be people who are able to, you know, defeat the bombs mm -hmm. without posting mm -hmm. a, uh, a death. Um, yeah, so you, you cannot die. And and you're on your honor system, all right? Don't make them beginner bots. Yeah, because, because that'd be lame. Because that's lame, and it'll be obvious. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, right. that's a good that's a good one. I like yeah. that. And so mm -hmm. you'll you'll respond by sending a screenshot. Remember, you can use uh, Alt plus screenshot if you're on the PC to take a screenshot of just the screen that you have. If you play in a window or anything like that. 
and you can dump it into like MS Paint and save it as, as a uh, like you know Control V. It pastes it under MS Paint, and uh, you can send a screenshot that way. But send it to team at loelo.com. For sure, it's gonna be fun. We'll put the details and everything in the show notes. Yeah. All right. Well. So, uh, email? Copy? We got some email. We got first, we have a thank you from Governor Ian. He's a governor. He says, I he's really a governor. No, no, he's not. Because he says, I have a really crappy job as a high school custodian. So so crappy isn't a metaphor. (laughs) Your podcast is the bright spot on the porcelain of my life. Continue (laughs) the great work and keep the great podcasts coming. (laughs) So we're glad. Glad we could give you a little happiness there governor ian i hope you're a creepy creepy custodian (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know willie from the simpsons so um (laughs) this would never fly today but uh we had a custodian uh of course we called them you know janitors yeah Uh, when i was in uh, grade school who at lunch he would use his uh his knife or like you know the box cutter uh, he would use his box cutter to cut a little straw hole on the top of our uh, milk for us, because like so the, you, could you know, put the straw in. Yeah, so you could put a straw in because <laughs> you know, I mean, now they have those with like little perforated edges, but they didn't when I was yeah. in school. So oh yeah, at least in grade I mean, school. you can't imagine what what primary school was like, you know, twenty years ago for us guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were there were weapons. I remember in high school, people would make out in the hallway. Oh yeah. And, yeah. I'm 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 pretty sure that like at one point <laughs> a kid brought in like nunchucks and <laughs> no one freaked out. In fact, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, you know? dude. I I was dressed up once and I walked into a class and pretended to be a substitute my senior year, <laughs> and all the freshmen like were totally on board <laughs> with it. That's anyway, hilarious. Uh, we have we have a clutch clarity success story. Oh wow! From okay. from Ryan. AKA Bricaro says, so I was playing a 5v5 as Malzahar with my friends and I took clarity. Uh, we were killing their, we we're in their base trying to ta- take out their nexus when I ran out of mana. Their MF spawned and was about to kill all of us because we were all at low health and I used clarity. That clarity gave my team and I just the right amount of mana to resist the enemy team and allow me to melt their AD carry and thus the clutch clarity gave us the edge we needed to kill the nexus and win the game. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> this guy. This guy knows what I'm talking about. He gets it. Screenshots are it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> the clutch clarity. And now, here's the question, though, Ryan. Did your teammates congratulate you on the clutch clarity? Like, did they recognize no. it? No, of course not. That's, like, never been said by anyone. They were just like, dude, ballin' clarity. <laughs> What if Clarity like gave everyone full resource? Ooh, that would be that'd be busted. No matter what resource they have. That would be super busted. That would be I mean, you hate aggressive. Lee Sin now. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> above you, Lee Sin. Can you imagine I mean, playing against like Flash, you know, Flash Lee Sin with Clarity? Or if you could just fully charge Rengar by <laughs> by just hitting a button? <laughs> oh my god, dude! That's the best idea ever. No, this is this is a horrible idea. My best. I mean, you, you could just you could just give Yasuo a full flow oh, yeah. again. 
No, this uh, is this is a terrible idea. You, you know what? You better edit that out so that Riot doesn't get any like big ideas. Yeah. Okay. That uh, one's fa- dangerous. Got another. We got a question from Failitor. Failitor. Okay. It's like a dinosaur. Um, he's a mid support. <laughs> I, I I took the cliffs here. Mid support main from EU West. Uh, been playing since Zach, so relatively new. Uh, he's self described mediocre player who is visually impaired. No details on that. Uh, but he says he loves the show and staying classy, but he plays with his friends who are many leagues higher, and he gets loaned because, you know, they drag up the MMR. So he says he either loses or gets carried, and, I was, and he asks, how can I reach their level of play? And I wanted to, you know, ask you, Eric, as someone who either loses <laughs> or gets carried, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you give him any advice? Oh, it's messed up. <laughs> You know, you got to believe in yourself. Oh, no, no, no. We're not going to do this. Ask your friends, man. <laughs> if you don't believe in yourself, then how is anyone else ever going to believe in you? I mean, an egg can never fly before it becomes a chicken. Okay, no, no, no. I gotta, I, I'm putting the kibosh on this right now. <laughs> this is hooey. So, um, one, it sounds, I have a feeling he's probably a little self-conscious about the fact that he always gets owned. Um, don't, one, because I, I actually, Compy, you remember long before we did the show, that was like what I did. You know, I played with you and a bunch of people who had been playing the game for like a year. No, I and, remember you having like 38 wins or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. First yeah. started playing. Exactly, exactly. You bought boosts. <laughs> So you're a higher level than you should have been. Well, no, I, no, I was not only that, but remember, I I used to play on a uh, I couldn't I couldn't play reliably on my connection, so I only played against bots. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I mean, it's gosh, the we've come a long ways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I mean, I've been in that position, and one, take the cues from your friends, and you know, I mean, now if they're hassling you, then you know, don't take the cues. But, uh, you know, I mean, just it's it's okay to ask them what you could do better. And especially it helps if you are playing a champion that uh, maybe they know something about or they play themselves. Well, and I want to go further to even say uh, playing champions who are mechanically as easy as possible. Oh, yeah. Uh, for example, Teemo or Warwick, which are Jeff's favorites, yeah. uh, because, you know, Gosh. when you're new to the game... Yeah, Ash. I mean, Ash is not complicated at all. Anyone gets Ash. Um, yeah. So Annie was like like ancient mid. You know, that's that was what I suggested. So play mechanically easier champions so that you can learn the uh, you know the big stuff. The you know when to be aggressive, when not to be aggressive, when to initiate, when not to, and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. just follow you know follow cues from your friends and ask them advice because they'll help you because they want to win. Yeah, and I mean, they, they keep playing with you. At least it sounds like they keep playing with you. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, yeah. It, did, did you have like some, some serious non-hippie advice for the, for the guy, Eric? <laughs> okay, well, well, I, I do think confidence is very important. Okay, yes. I, I was, I was yes. maybe, you know, taking maybe that too far. Maybe hamming it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, that being said, I, I, I follow, your exact advice for friends in this position, which is you don't start them out on Brahm, right? We were just talking about how Brahm is, is kind of crazy. You start them out on Sona because Sona, it's auras, 
You don't have to aim anything. They just get used to movement. Positioning. Positioning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, actually, I, I, I picked Sona very deliberately. It sounded like I just pulled it out of midair. But uh, it, I think Sona is one of the best learning champions in the game because you can be very helpful to your whole team without having to aim anything but your ultimate. <laughs> Which you miss. Which, Most which, of the time. well, frankly, I miss all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You, that's so, what I mean. so, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm terrible at League of Legends, but uh, that's that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, you, you uh, I think this game has so many aspects. It's very intimidating, and you kind of. You can either dive in head first and try to learn everything at once, which I think is very much the wrong thing to do. Um, yeah, you got to uh, compartmentalize. And yeah. Take it which in now, steps. But there, there are things in place now. Like when we started playing, you know, there were, there were half the champions there are now. And mm-hmm. then now you've got team builder. If you want to like specialize in a role, you can now you can, yeah. if you want to like, I want to learn support. It's out. Cause you said you're a support main, you know, queue as support. Uh, when you're not playing with your friends, and that'll help you. For sure. You'll you'll learn how to play in solo queue, which is a whole kind of different set of skills. Um, it involves pinging a lot. Um, <laughs> I, 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 that's yeah. totally honest. The, the smart, the it, smart it, it, ping... It, it involves ping a lot of smart ping. It involves... It's an incredible invention. Yeah, and it involves a thick skin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. for me, for me, for a long time, it involved turning all tread off, too, but... Um, <laughs> Shoot, I think Compy still does that. I yeah, think he no, does that off. in team games. Yeah, I don't um, hear what they say. But but just uh, we've said it before. I know plenty of times. It's it's a one step at a time type of thing. So it, it's easy to get down on yourself. Uh, it's easy to feel feel like you're not contributing. But find a way that you do contribute and, and lock into that. And, and it, it helps you feel good about your, about your game. Yeah. And, and don't be afraid to like, quote unquote, don't be embarrassed about yeah, being a noob. Like a, I can't walk into the gym and deadlift 600 pounds right now, you know, because I'm not that strong. <laughs> so, you know, you got to build up to it incrementally, incremental improvements. That's yep. what you need. Yep. Anyway, we got one more email I really want to get to because this is like my okay. thing. Okay. Okay. Baldozer44 has a weird support question. He says, I love playing support and your suggestions for alternative support champs always intrigue me. I was skeptical <laughs> at first until as Mundo, I kept the enemy AD carry pressed against the tower while mine collects CS at their own leisure. I've tried more of your suggestions and other ideas for uncommon supports with mixed amounts of triumphs and tragedies. Well, <laughs> story of my life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> But it makes the role so much more fun and interesting and makes me wish more people would break out of their Thresh Leona Soraka habits. Which, dude, Baldozer, I love you, one, for sending in this email because this is my thing. I do stupid supports. <laughs> uh, in the past, it was Rengar, like the old Rengar. You know, I used to support Rengar like almost since he was new, like when he was new. Uh, and, and I played a lot of Jarvan who is kind of like a less good Leona. Um, <laughs> but the, there's a two lately that I've been playing that I really, really like and I think can work. Uh, and I've, I've had success with. I've also had failures with, but more importantly, success. Aatrox. 
support Atrox. Bam, did I just blow your mind? I just blew yeah, your mind. I mean, I? Yeah. Mind Compi has won at least a game. As no, no. Atrox. This is not support. This is not, okay. The old joke with me was that I did win a game as support Victor. Or not Victor, uh, Zareth. But that was a long time ago. We put that behind us. I'm talking legitimately. Aatrox, dude, gets uh, the, the Targons. And so many people will try to kill you. Like, you've got a knockup. You've got a slow, which is, I mean, that's pretty good for a range knockup, a range slow. That's, that's good. Plus, you can sustain on the minions. You don't have to get the kill. You can just do your lifesteal attack and heal up any damage that you take from poke. So it, it, it works. It, and it's really cool that it works. Uh, so try support Atrox. Uh, and so many people will try to dive you, and then they'll only get your passive, and your AD carry will get the kill. That is pretty funny to watch. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, run exhaust, let your passive, you know, manage your passive. Uh, and the other one is Victor. Support Victor is ballin'. Because it, everybody plays Victor wrong. Like, oh, the laser's so cool. The laser sucks. It's garbage. Don't get the laser. Get <laughs> oh, the that cube. laser's awesome. <laughs> no, laser's the laser, a badass. The laser is garbage. Get the Q. Because with the Q, you can zone any level one lane. You can zone that lane because they can't do anything. You Q, you get the shield. You might take a shot, but so what? You've got a shield. You know, you're zoned. Then you hit level two, right when they're getting pissed off about being zoned, they're going to be like, all right, level two, let's kill this Victor because I'm pissed that he's zoning me. Then you drop down the, uh, the, the stun, stun yeah. and they get stunned. And, yeah. oh, God, level one, level two eighty carries get stunned for two seconds. They're going to be dead or they're going to spend all their summers and run. And you've won the lane. Congratulations. Now, in... Aatrox suffers from mid to late game. He's kind of crap in team fights because he's so item dependent. <laughs> Victor, though, in team fights, all you need to do is plop that stun down on top of your AD carry. Then all of the Renektons and Yasuos and Lee Sins who are dashing trying to kill your AD carry get stunned for three seconds. Then you throw up your ultimate to silence them, and then, you, yeah, you'll have your laser by then. You can laser them and shield one of them, but, yeah, it's... It's donkey how good Victor is in team fights with <laughs> my, that if you use that stun properly. My advice is just support Teemo and carry <laughs> the game after level ten. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, so. fair enough. I, I'm I'm gonna toss in my unusual support here. My 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 latest latest crazy support, which is Sehwani. Really. Yes, Ooh, support support Sejuani. Um, so, admittedly, I started doing this because I I I really like Sejuani and I really like her bear cavalry skin, but I'm a terrible is, jungler. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so I was like, yeah, support Sejuani. But you've got the charge, which knocks up. You've got um, the slow that procs off all of her auto attacks, and. She's got a massive AOE lockdown in her ultimate, and it actually yep. makes for a fairly effective toolkit. Now, I'm not going to say she's going to compete with, you know, your Thresh and your Leona, but you've got a decent toolkit to sit around and take some damage, deal some damage, slow them down, stun them, start that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, and if, you, 
the whole thing that I love about about alternative supports is because it's so hipster. Like, you know, somebody, he actually gave a follow-up email. I didn't read it, but it was long. And, and he, talked about, <laughs> he talked about support LeBlanc. That's not new. Okay, support LeBlanc. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's been like in pro play. Yeah. You know, that's not, you know, you got to be hipster. Support Sejuani, you've never seen that. <laughs> that just blew your mind. Yeah. <laughs> support I mean, Aatrox, you ever, you've never heard of that. Come on. Have, have, you, ever even, have you ever even heard of Aatrox or Sejuani? <laughs> <laughs> Did that's you know like, those are champions? Yeah, so don't come in here with the LeBlancs. Oh, been there, done that with the Lee Sins. Been there, done that. You know, yeah, you got to get you got to get hardcore hipster <laughs> on support. So I think that's a good question for people. Send us your most hipster support that you've ever played successfully and screenshots. You know to prove it. Oh man, yeah, that was good. <laughs> I, I got something to do this week. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. Um, thank you very much for all of your emails. Actually, we had some really good ones this week. Uh, keep them coming. Team at lowelo.com. You can send your hipster support, uh, <laughs> picks into, <laughs> into that email as well. we'll <laughs> read off some of the best ones because that's an easy way to get copies attention to start talking about support. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like his favorite thing in the world. Um, so, uh, oh, iTunes, iTunes reviews. Yeah. Eric, uh, Eric, you have one job. Yeah. You have one I have job. One job, and <laughs> I will do it. Yay. Because we have three new iTunes reviews this week. All right. The first is from someone named ampersand at symbol ampersand at symbol money sign. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> now, now is it that actually his name, or is it like inappropriate? Uh, and you're manually I, censoring yourself I, I i am reading the symbols laid forth in front of me oh, okay. um who says good and he gives us five stars uh well i'm glad he keeps it simple very loquacious yeah. well well the, you know and he he expands a little bit he says a great oh. podcast oh. although i would call it summoner's rift podcast not a league of legends podcast he's taking a pot shot oh man Oh yeah! Did he we gave even us five about, stars. Wait, we didn't even talk about the stupid new mode they got, <laughs> <laughs> which we we don't like and think is dumb. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, didn't, talk about, we didn't talk about like our ten games of Twisted Tree Line this week. Either. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, no, totally, dude. Eric and I this week have totally been playing Twisted Tree Line, and it's been super fun. Yeah, it's, who knew? Yeah. Yeah, twist tree line. Give it another shot, guys, because it's still really fun. Well, Here's yeah, my tip: it's, it's mini rift. <laughs> yeah, it's mini rift. Yeah, definitely. Ramus is amazing in twist tree line because he can roll best, anywhere. <laughs> Here's the best team comp: Ramus, Nami, and Yasuo. <laughs> A bunch Try of knockups and Yasuo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay, what else? <laughs> We've got a review from Mattman500, who says, I really like listening to you guys. Five stars. Uh, he says, my friend wrote in a review last week, and you guys read it on the show. And so I got jealous, and I finally <laughs> decided to write a review. They are on to us. <laughs> yeah. Now tell all your friends. Make them yeah, jealous. Make them jealous. <laughs> he also says he's been playing for about a year, and listening to our show has made us made him way better awesome cool yeah so so that's exciting and and lastly we have spencer aka lord 118 vader apparently the <laughs> previous 117 vaders had been lord taken. vaders yeah yeah lord <laughs> vaders yeah. um this podcast has charm 
This podcast is similar to Ari. It will attract you to it and burst you with knowledge and manners. <laughs> so, I, didn't, I didn't know that that's how she worked. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't either, but I know she has a pop star skin, so I'm down with it. <laughs> yeah, why don't you play Ari? That that confuses me. Yeah, there's a support. She's got the charm and I and the charm. And so <laughs> so I I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. I guess uh, I, the answer I is think it's I, a I think it's a I, great I, idea for you to pick up a, uh, a an unconventional support who you know when it comes time to actually kill the enemy is gonna also take a whole bunch of farm out of the lane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh man, well, that was all three, right? That was all three of our iTunes reviews. Awesome. Well, thank you for the reviews, everybody. You know, uh, just like that last l- listener said, uh, tell your friends. You know, <laughs> make, <laughs> make them jealous. jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I got red on low elo. What have you done with your life? <laughs> yeah, ampersand dollar sign ampersand. <laughs> Oh man. You know, I think his review was almost better. It was, no, it was definitely better when all it was was good. 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 <laughs> five stars. Yeah. Good. Five stars. Not, not great. Good. Yeah. And, and then he had to go and ruin it by, you know, exposing our preference for Summoner's Rift and then Dyrus gets a double kill. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we will make sure to provide updates via Twitter and et cetera, uh, of our fantasy league. So you can see how that's going. Um, I think I got a pretty good chance in the upcoming weeks. Uh, and honestly, I think that, uh, Miley, I think your roster is finally looking good. It's just a, a shame you had to go up against me, you know, eventually. <laughs> um, and, and it's never, it's never easy being, uh, you know, Zero and three at the beginning of the season, but you know, you've got hey, the rest of the you know. season to come hey, back. No, nowhere to go but up, brah. Yeah. Oh, well, well, there's also level. <laughs> but yeah. I'm not going down, so you know. Yeah, you can't go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, shoot. Well, on that bombshell. Uh, I know I have a script here somewhere that tells me all of the stuff I'm supposed to say at the end of the show. Oh, there it is. Low Elo is recorded by the hosts, produced by Jeff Wyckoff. That's me, and edited by Dave Quarles. That's me. Our website is lowelo.com. Our Twitch stream is twitch.tv slash community. And you can That's follow me. us on... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I, was, I, I, I was feeling left out. You come later. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash community. You can join us in-game in the Lowelo chat room. I don't know why I'm laughing now. All one word, L-O-W-E-L-O. My Twitter is EatGamer. Dave's is Lowelo Dave. And Eric's... That's me! ...is Belsauce. B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Lowelo is supported first by listener donations. For more information, visit lowelo.com slash donate. And don't forget to f- uh, catch our new show, Foam Finger Hat Robot, at foamfingerhatrobot.com. Thank you for listening to Low Elo episode 112. Man, 112. 1 plus 1 is 2. Yeah, 2 plus 2 is 4. 4 minus 1 is 3. Half Life 3 confirmed. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Thank you for listening. Good night. And don't forget, stay classy, Sonners. Jennifer Love Hewitt also played Garfield or Liz in Garfield 2. Oh, how exciting. Highly anticipated sequel of Garfield <laughs> the movie. Did it have a subtitle? No, it was just Garfield 2. Okay, because lots seems, of times... It seems odd to me, though, that they would oh, wait, make no, Garfield the movie and not, you know, no, Garfield have... the movie 2. It's just Garfield it's, 2. It's Garfield A Tale of Two Kitties. Okay, oh, okay. okay. I was going to say, if it's a kid's movie and it has a sequel, it better have an amazing pun. See, I know, like I know a not kids movie that has the same subtitle. A tale of two kids. <laughs> oh, Jeff. <laughs>